that is the Gold Cup hero. Two of the most admirable chasers you could possibly wish to see. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk. It's me, Dean Ryan, in the towers of bookmakers.co.uk. Dermot Nolan is here. Hello. Good to have you, Dermot. And Dave Weldon is back. Dave. Hello. Happy days. Okay. Um, Did we all enjoy the Dublin Racing Festival? Ah, yeah, it was superb. Always is, and it's just getting stronger over here, Dean, isn't it? Seems to be third year, um, biggest crowds. They got the ground just about right. Couple of defections on the Saturday, but actually, it did it did detract from Saturday a little bit. Yeah, um, you could kind of tell the fact they were watering up until half eleven on the Sunday. That oh yeah, they didn't want the same yeah. thing to happen again. Um, well, what can they do? No, like they, I think they did a great job. I oh, thought the yeah. ground was we, fine. We like, personally had a match on on Sunday morning, and the breeze was so strong. It was yeah. a gale. It was um, strong winds. Yeah, you can't predict that. Like you can predict all the rain you want and water accordingly, but it's a big piece of real estate. Yeah, and they the obviously got to write some bit the fact that Delta work and um, and presented yeah. Percy boat rang on yeah. Sunday. So yeah. I think it's 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 uh, trainers and stuff try to put an awful lot of pressure on this. Uh, people get delirious about it. Uh, there's very little they could do they, they they put down as much water as they possibly could and just these freakish things happen let's give a few uh, kudoses to connections of the likes of Honeysuckle that ran because easily she could have been pulled if they didn't want to go yeah. risking her yeah. on, on apparently it was a very months. close call as well like it wasn't yeah. up until an yeah. hour or so before the race yeah. that they decided they were going to definitely run so Fair play to them. They did, and they got the desserts. They got their res- result. <laughs> desserts, yeah. They got yeah their- just, desserts, desserts, just desserts. Just desserts. That's yeah. right, yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's talk about a few of the horses then that won at Leopardstown. We're going to do that. Then we're going to have a quick look at um, the weekend racing to come. Newbury and Warwick, of course, likes of Altior, uh, back on course. And then we will do, as we do in the run-up to Cheltenham, we'll take a look at some of the novice chases in the final part of this week's Race Hour podcast. Okay, let's kick off with latest exhibition. Uh, fantastic for Brian Cooper, who's on a redemption mission after, uh, well, let's say a bit of a fall from grace, and Paul Nolan to have latest exhibition. And Dermo, I'm going to come to you first because you were very keen on uh, Fury Road on last week's podcast, and I think Keith's got a blog up now on bookmakers.co.uk. I'm um, not really sure what to make of that run. Yeah, and it- not at all. I was very disappointed. It, it was an odd race. Um, first of all, the right horse won it, uh, not detracting from that horse whatsoever. Uh, Paul Nolan and Brian Cooper, etc. It's just a, a terrific story. But just that, you know, Elixir Danae pulled ahead off himself and was still only six lengths behind in 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 fifth. Um, Fury Road couldn't couldn't get into it, but just Davy never looked happy the whole way around with him. Uh, whatever was wrong on the day, whether the he didn't like the ground or whatever else. They, they kind of couldn't seem to find a problem with him. So um, he might just not be good enough. But uh, Keith, Keith was saying in his blog that he's not uh, too keen to give up on him. And I'm not either. Um, I really like latest exhibition, but I couldn't be backing him for an Albert Barlett either, really. Um, as much as he has jumped way more, in my estimation, he's going to be a cracking horse. But it is just Alexia Dane pulling the, um, as I said, like a cart horse around and still managing to kind of to not be out of sight at the finish would just make you question that whole race really um i think fury road just didn't turn up which can happen um he's plenty of time now to be freshened up by cheltenham so it's an interesting race um the right winner fantastic story but form wise i'm just not sure about it i quite like the form dave 
Uh, I'd have doubts with Cobbler's way so close and behind. Yeah. Um, like he was beaten out the way by Andy Dufresne and Maiden Hurdle. So, um, great, great performance, great win. It was very stylish, um, to the eye. But when you look at the back form, it doesn't look great. But um, he can improve again. There's no See, doubt that's because no one likes Andy Dufresne, but. Like the the if you look you you're saying look at the form of the horses behind it but maybe only one of the big three performed on the day and yeah. that's why we got the winner we got but he's beaten Andy Dufresne he ran very close to Abracadabra yeah. over the wrong trip he's beaten that sea that everyone yeah. seems to my, think my is point quite is good. though like the second was eleven lengths behind Andy yeah. Dufresne whereas yeah. latest exhibition is only two lengths behind yeah but latest exhibition didn't have to go and win by fifteen lengths no, just had to but, go and win um I I think it's a right old shout no, for the yeah, Albert oh no definitely but you just still have to crib why Alexa Dane was so close to them after doing doing what he did the whole round like he Probably literally just a very good horse he, I don't think he is that good mm. um, so it's it's if if you're going to respect or obviously say the latest exhibition who ran a brilliant race he is an Albert Bartley contender in a huge way I just couldn't back him but um, Alexa Dane getting that close for me just, just kind of puts a, a bit of a question mark on it that's all well, shout out to to myself and Stephen Cass, where not a lot went right over the Dublin Race Festival. Yeah. We were very keen. On would, you, would, you back, that. would you back Time Hill or Latest Exhibition? In the oh, I'm a big Time Hill fan. Yeah. 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 Big even, Time Hill even fan. Even at the seven, 9 to 2, Time Hill, 8 to 1, Latest Exhibition. Uh, I'd still probably be a Time Hill yeah. fan over the pair of them. But yeah. I think that's the best the Irish. The Irish don't yeah. have a better horse for no. the Albert Bartlett, in my view. I agree with that, yeah. And uh, if they do, you're going to have to make some excuses now for yeah. like Sir Fury Road. 100%. Like yeah. Yeah. Where you don't have to make any for latest no. exhibition and no. just gone through his yeah, programme. He's, he's and a progressive like horse going forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, fingers crossed for, for Paul Nolan and Brian Cooper, they can have another big day at the festival for them. I wouldn't begrudge them that at all. Chacran uh, Poussoir, um, I've heard it actually discussed already and someone stole my line, although I never said it to them. So I have to... <laughs> You can't believe it's going to sound like I stole it now, but it's my, it's my line. So when Chacran Poussoir, when I won the Dublin chase and the move that it made mid-race, I thought we were going to get a masterminded style performance. And that was my line, right? Didn't quite do the masterminded performance that I thought I was going to get. But what it did do was uh, stamp himself as certainly the best this side of the water, I think. Um Chacron Possois really impressed me. Jumping was so much slicker. There seems to be all sorts mm -hmm. of talent under the hood there. Uh, Min is as good a yardstick as you're going to find in this mm -hmm. division. And uh, if maybe if he did lengthen to the line, he'd be very short for a champion chase. He's not actually that short for a champion chase, Dave. No, no, I, th I think it's probably fair. He's probably the right price now. Um, like the race kind of fell apart a little bit. Um, well, I thought it was run perfectly for Shaq yeah, Wampo It was a relay. You, yeah, but that, yeah. that's but, fine. Okay, They're but, not going to go slower yeah, than that in a championship chase. A, a Plutard was an on-runner. Yeah. CLS Emery fell at the first. Yeah. So like, you would have liked to see where them two ended up mm -hmm. in runs. And then you'd, you'd have a fair barometer of how far Shaq Wampo has come on given he was beaten by a Plutard at Christmas. Yeah. So it kind of fell apart in that sense. But he was a good winner. He'd done all he can, really. Like Men would have been staying on again at the line. <sighs> Will he have that again in a champion champion chase? Someone coming back at him who stays further, maybe Altior. Definitely stays further as well. I, I, th I thought I saw the ears flicking yeah. at the finish. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it kind of fell apart. He didn't really go with him yeah. when he made that mid race move. Yeah. So like he could probably upgraded a little bit. He's not for me though. I I don't buy into this hype about him at all. I, I'm going to go on the record as saying Chacrampoisois and Altior both beat Deffy in a champion chase demo. Um, yeah, that's that's I. I'd agree with Altior. I don't really think um, I don't think Deffy would be Deffy's camp would be overly worried by that performance. Uh, I think that the uh, Champion Chase obviously over two miles. It's all quick, it's all pace, it's all class. But Altior, etc., do prove that you also really need to 
see that trip out um, checking for me he just he, he didn't hit the line well enough at all as you said his move mid race was awe inspiring um, everything else was re- really silky and smooth but there was still that moment of the last where you just kind of thought to yourself I wonder will Min catch him um, yeah. and I think jumping the last he'll be there bang there because he's far too good not to be um, he's a really really good horse but I'd be very very worried now if uh, Deffy and Alti horse started hitting with a, a a wet sail. Um, well, this is the thing. So you're going to have stalkers in this race. I think ideally, Chacon Poissois would like to stalk something. And then Deffy has to stalk something. And Altior could probably do whatever Nico de Boinville wants if Altior is ready and ripe. Um, but they could all potentially be stalking something absolutely terrible. Yep. Come to the second last. And then what do you get? Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a Deffy fan for two miles. I'm a massive Deffy fan, but not for that race. Yeah, it's just he's, he's proven this year that... He, he's an aptitude for it as I said last week I, I still think Altior has the strongest form by mile going into this race uh, Deputy Desai has put away um, an ageing yet legendary under so yeah. twice yeah. this season so I'm not I'm not sure on that form but saying that if he is there two out he's travelling with them he will come up that hill like just like Altior really yeah. Um and well, I, this is this is the question you can both answer it if Underso was in the Dublin chase where did it finish? third how far back? good bit back five six lengths behind. further back than against Deffy a couple of times um, similar enough I'd say he'd be three or four lengths behind Min would be my guess be yeah honest. it'd be very close between him and Min I think on the line okay yeah I'd be saying four four to five lengths I, I think Min is Min is at the moment under so two years ago three years ago uh, yeah we banged there but just yeah. now he's 12 years old but that's what he's Deffy's waning. got that's yeah. what Deffy's got in the locker this year yeah okay all right all right, Chacon Poussois definitely in the picture for a champion chase and there's plenty of arguments to be made about these. Uh, really nice stamp of a horse's notebook. I'm no fan of cashback, but it was a good run um, in second place. But notebook, I always felt just really messed about um, a little bit just because of his grossness and, and talent that he has. Also, I'm not sure the ground would have been completely ideal for Notebook given the size, but um, Dave, Notebook sits atop the Arkle um, table uh, by rights, but uh, on hurdling form, like you can't back a horse like that in an Arkle. Well, he's rate, he's rate 130 over hurdles. Yeah, they can't win an Arkle. Yeah, they can't win an Arkle based no. on... Special Tierra was 112 over hurdles and won a champion chase. This is Henry de Bromhead. He's a that's completely champ- different animal. Did it win that's, an Arkle? That's champion chase, this is the Arkle. Yeah, yeah, but he, he didn't hurdle, win an Arkle. He won grade one. But did it win the Arkle? Best hurdler wins the Arkle. That's nonsense. <laughs> we love nonsense. Absolutely. On the hurdling form, Notebook's got miles to find. It's a different... Henry de Bromhead isn't a normal creature to be dealing with. Like, he he doesn't train his horses like every other trainer does. Uh, He's won Arkles. Size in Europe. But yeah. that was completely different because he was just a freak of a horse. What was, was, what was size, horse size, in her, size in Europe's hurdle rating? That's he was a very high because he was a very, very... He went into a champion hurdle favourite, yeah. remember, and but, done, done the back. But trends are trends are useless when it comes to horses like Notebook. It's in the stat pack, Dermot. What? It's in the stat pack. In the stat pack. In the stat pack, yeah. Look, look, I'm really impressed with Notebook. Um, but just beating cash back by three quarters of a length actually I'd mark it up a bit further than that I think he's, he's he was a bit better than cash back yeah he was dusting in front um, yeah. so notebook's done everything right another one where the prep's gone perfect uh, lowered a few colours at Christmas uh, gone and got the job job done in in this ERSG Arkle uh, and goes to the Arkle as favourite and it's got to be in the picture I just think I'm going to have to take it on Dan I can I can completely see that um, and again was at times I find a trends useful I think there's a, there's plenty of occasions where um, there's, a, there's there's just a reason as to why a horse 
hasn't fulfilled that. I mean, this horse was clearly earmarked for fences and um, has fairly well just has kicked on for them, just like Specialty Hour did, as I said. So it's it's just one of those things where I would not be ruling Notebook out because 10 previous winners were all rated higher over hurdles. It's, it's nonsense. Um, but um, I would agree with you. I think the English horses in this division are actually being overlooked a bit as well. Um, leaving the track, because I'd backed Cashback, I thought Cashback's the one to take out of that race. You know, he, it was his first day of big school. He really would have learned. But I watched the back about three times since. And yeah, what you were saying on the course, is completely right in notebook I thought was just kind of wavering at the end he, he, he was messing really he didn't need to do more yeah. um, the one thing the slight jump into the right is still a concern with him as well uh, he was straighter uh, absolutely no doubt but there is just still a semblance of that in an article you won't get away with that mm. um, I don't like Fakir do the reefer there's no reason at all in the world for him to overturn that form with notebook especially now that there's no weight being given away and um, after that like it's just the Arkle is just a very very difficult race and I probably we'll, will be landing on Bruno Pastor maybe we'll, we'll talk about it in the, in the last part of this podcast so we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, but we'll it's, come up where we come up with the Irish but, race is just a notebook I probably will be taking him on Dean but that was still a very very good performance was good was good and a great uh, day for Rachel Blackmore because the next horse we're going to talk about is Honeysuckle and given that the race hour is kind of sponsored by Honeysuckle in lieu <laughs> of uh, until someone else yeah. steps in um, Honeysuckle did exactly what I think the race hour wanted uh, yeah. to do which was maintain a winning record but do it in the style of we're going to the men's <laughs> she was br- she was look she's not getting the praise she deserves I don't think she was um, tough as old. She was tough as old boots, brilliant. as well as as her first time going left-handed, her first time meeting horses over that pace, yeah. her first time going two miles properly. Yeah, um, you know she 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 will have learned an awful lot for that. She jumped her, a bit like a piano a couple of times. Yeah, her, like that's that's fine two, by me. Two, yeah, yeah, and her jumping will improve all for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, when she had to, she pulled out the big jumps as well. Um, that 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 Darvis star is probably just improving, and pretty much War doesn't get the respect that. He deserves either because he was only four lengths behind Boover there at Punchestown last year as well. So, yeah. you know, he, he's a horse who does consistently carry that form through. Good yardstick. Yeah. So saying all that, yeah, she has to go mares. We're all on <laughs> We're all on for the mares. So please, God, Dean, um, she does end up there. And really, that performance wouldn't scream to anyone that she should be going for no but do you know what it taught us that is if she gets into a battle in the mess she can get headed and come back i yeah. love that because yeah. she's just slamming everything else before yeah. that uh dave can can honeysuckle win a champion hurdle hopefully she's not going there though i do the champion hurdle is going to suit would suit her more around cheltenham than that race did on sunday yeah on saturday sorry yeah, um, yeah. because it's, it's more of a stamina test as it is as much of a speed test up the hill mm-hmm. um and she probably wouldn't have to make it um either probably something to take her on so I I hope she goes to Mary's because I think that's the race for her I think that'll see her down to the ground but I wouldn't be surprised on the back of that if they went to champion hurdle maybe a, you know, a couple a, more drop out of that champion hurdle picture yeah. as well and they they might want to go and roll the dice yeah. um, and perhaps the like, Benny de Dieu situation yeah. will, will problem, influence them the problem with that race is she's probably only ran to a rating of 139 taking the Mary's at downs with, with Darvish Star who was 146 so like that's not good enough to win a champion. It's no. probably not good enough to win a mayor's either. But um, we know she's better than that. So yeah. let's talk about Davis Dial quickly because Gavin Cromwell had this thing running around in the summer months and what, started up 101. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's and he, an incredible trainer, and he is saying that this is going for the champion hurdle. Yeah. Touch wood, that's where they're going to go. He, oh, um, yeah, he's been saying that for a while too. I, I mean, look, look, 
this horse is clearly talented. I remember on his bumper debut, he was um, well backed and then did the whole mm. drift a just before it as well. Like they, they've been talking about this horse for quite a while, knocked up a, a serious sequence of wins and that run behind Envy Allen and Abacadabras as well. That's yeah. That was franked as well yeah. because Envy Allen and Abacadabras were kind of comfortably went away from him. So yeah. regardless of, of what you think of anything else, for him to finish ahead of Petit Mouchoir at this point in his career, that's a huge one. Huge. Huge. Massive. Huge. Massive. Yeah. Like, I don't blame them at all for rolling the dice. Like they priced out a handicap. Oh so no! Oh, oh yeah, handicap has handicap. to go. Has to go. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. yeah, it's what a story. Like if that can place in a champion yeah. hurdle, which why not? It's only going to keep improving. I think. It's to think he was beaten in a maiden man. hurdle at Wexford on Paddy's Day last year. Jeez, I probably backed him. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the curse is is all encompassing. Uh, I think we might have seen the Cheltenham bumper winner in the last there uh, on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I after the performance over two mile four on soft ground beforehand, you wouldn't have thought that the horse would have been capable to travel like that. And mm. yeah, whoever beats him wins the champion hurdle anyway. Seems very good. Yeah, it's great for Jeremy as well. So, Sire has a good record around um, Eric Connor. Like I always associate Jeremy oh, with okay, Eric Connor, okay. and then have appreciated now. Could be another good one for him. Okay, that's appreciate it. If anyone's wondering who we're talking about, um, on to the Sunday. Um, do you know what? Aspire Tower is probably the first one to talk about. It's not on the list, but uh, would have won that juvenile hurdle, in my view. I think so. I think Rachel probably saved a bit for yeah. after the last yeah. um, coming down to it and would have went away again, I think. And Cerberus, now, the two services, Cerberus was an absolute dog after the last, completely dodged just, it. Just seems to not like finishing a race. Yeah, didn't want to finish the race out at all. Yeah. And Waverly came and nabbed him and went away winning. But I, I think Aspire Tower, see, you don't know, my point of that is you don't know how Cerberus would have ran with Aspire Terror beside him. Would yeah, you, you continue running to the line? After yeah. something like that happens, yeah. and that perhaps happened. Um, a way for the sea is solid. Like he's grand, but the Irish, the Irish, the Irish juveniles are uh, brutal. And um, apart from maybe Aspire Tower, but even that, all mankind kicked Cerberus yeah, uh, yeah. out of the way much easier than Aspire Terror was going to, regardless of what Cerberus yeah. did after the last. Potentially, uh, wasn't going to put him away mm. comfortably. Cerberus had him worried. All mankind rather kicked him out of the way. At Chepstow, so I think the um, the English juveniles are just far clear this year. Going to be some uh, hell for leather uh, exercise. <laughs> They're going to kill each other. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, look, if you are interested in a spy tower, it's got to run again. You can't go. To, you can't go to Cheltenham off the back of that. And they might not have a race for it. Don't need to have a race for it. Really. No, no, they, <sighs> they'd have to go there. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. That would that would put me off to all intensive purposes. Yeah. To be they'd, honest, we'd probably have to travel to get a race. Yeah. I think. I, if I was them, I'd go and find one because you do not. That was a horrid mm. horrid fall um, thankfully everyone okay which is good um, there was a, a there was murmurings around Asteria and Falange being pretty good and um, when winning the Chanel Farmer Novice uh, I think that was one of the most impressive performances you see in a grade one I thought it was a monstrous performance was. yeah I mean easy work is a good horse now I don't think much of the second and third to be no, honest no Elliot has much better horses at home than, than Easy Work but Easy Work was just the one that, that kind of went but at Sierra Falange it was the, the the pace that he managed to keep it was the, the how well he jumped you could just picture him doing maybe kind of what Champagne Fever did that time in the Supreme you know you just picture him go and just not come back um, he's a serious horse I think it's between him and Abacadabras now for that Supreme um, I don't rate much else in it and I think um, this horse as much as I love um, Abigail you could just see this horse now kind of staying on past them all and I just think he's an absolute machine this talk as well about Shiskin that he might end up going up and trip because of Shiskin Shiskin won a nonsense of uh, a novice hurdle over in the UK 
And then you've got these esteemed judges over in the UK saying that this horse should go up and trip because of Shishkin. Asterian Falange has won now a grade one. So unless Shishkin comes out and does something like that, he's running over two, two three on Thursday anyway. Yeah. But unless he does come out and shows that he's an absolute superstar, well then this is the horse that should be holding all the um, all the cards because he'll take a lot of stopping in a Supreme Day. Yeah. Um, what did you make of it, Dave? Yeah, it was a great performance. I thought it was probably one of the performances of the weekend up mm. there. I would appreciate it. Um, like it looked like he just jumped in, turned the bend at Everton, came in off the off the M50 there and just cruised by him <laughs> way up, up the world. Um, I watched it and it, it sounds ridiculous, but I thought that went narco. Yeah, he has that shape, but I'm like, yeah. well, he does. So we've got yeah. a while to yeah. wait. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I might see if I can request like, he was very good. Like, all the money was for Easy Work. Um, and I don't know that was well back to Netflix. Went off 4-1 to one with no form really in the book. But yeah. Easy Work went off, what, 5-4? to four, yeah. Something short like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Like, it was a very good performance. Um, and I would think he looks to stay as well, though. Like, he kind of looks like 2 mile 5 might be his bag. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what Shiskin does. But like they're giving out about Chiskin there when we back the Angels Brett off lesser performance. <laughs> That's, very <laughs> true. That's very true. That's very true. No, it's not about. I'm not giving about the horse. He could be an absolute superstar. I know. I know. I know. Shishkin. Well, we'll it, find it's out just more this, this week yeah, about Shishkin. Yeah, yeah. This this one's gone and won a Grade One, so it's a bit unfair to start putting it in the back number. I think is what you're saying. Yeah, they have That's another exactly, horse. Yeah. But Shishkin might be yeah. superior. We'll get onto it later in the uh, anti post preview. But I think all the novice races are very. Uh, Mudley Bar probably the body more with, with Envoy Allen but yeah, the rest that, of them that are, one's a closed off they're all closed off the air, like, I, and in fact that Abracadabras and Envoy Allen by not running this weekend just got boosted everywhere yeah, pretty yeah, much that's, 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 right. that's, all, that's all you need to know um, okay uh, well, let's let's talk about the one that raised the roof um, in Forheen and you know Willie Mullen said that this was Forheen's gold cup really and not to think about Cheltenham and I would completely agree with that he's he's brilliant he's incredible and he beat easy games so that isn't form you want to take forward too far but he probably can beat anybody if he's 14 on his day and that's what he was whether they can do that again at Cheltenham I'd be skeptical but god, god I'd love it if they did yeah I, it was great like he jumped he, jumping wasn't amazing but it was economical and it was, it was good jumping like, was terrible yeah it was really was, I wouldn't say it was terrible like he got to A to B with a bit, good bit of efficiency like, like when you compare him to Battle Over Dying who jumped super like he was saving all the ground up the inside. It was a good, really good ride by Paul Town as well. I thought just mm. to kind of yeah. get him there. Imagine the pressure, like mm. unbelievable. Well, I don't, pressure. I don't think he sees two more five out well, and he just got him there. And his game is a stayer. I think easy game will probably go the RSA on the back of that, mm-hmm. and will have a chance. I think. Um, and he just kind of got him there, had him enough in reserve to get him to the line. Um, and it's probably his goal cup he's probably off for his life that day um, yeah he, I, I think as long as he stays right they're going to keep going but probably run Punchestown and that'll be it then I'd say I'd go Fairy House or Punchestown yeah, sorry, that's the race for him the um, Powers Goal Cup or whatever yeah, it is now thing, yeah yeah, yeah. I, why not do that I mean yeah. what an incredible story I think everybody to a man including me said what the hell are you yeah, doing uh, running 14 <laughs> over fences yeah, at this yeah. age we said it here on the race I'm, I'm sure like yeah. I've, I've thought it I've definitely said it and I stand by it like crazy but not crazy no it's worked so look emotionally first of all an, an amazing day yeah. uh, one of the best days I've had on a race course yeah. uh, the emotion and everything else around the place was just phenomenal mm. uh, Peter Welch from uh, Bookmakers at Cottage UK giving it socks as well up the, up the running with him and it was an amazing day um, I think Coley when you look at it I don't think he should go to Chelham I think you've got a horse there who was rated 174 over hurdles wasn't he and now he's um 
coming down to just about see out see off easy game who's mm-hmm. 147 over hurdles yeah. yeah um so whilst obviously it's an amazing achievement he's an amazing horse it was an amazing day um i can't use the word amazing again but it's um it's still it's you know you just wouldn't like to see him going around Cheltenham. um i think the fairy house and then a goodbye at Punchdown would just be amazing. Keep him for Ireland, right? Yeah. And keep him for a couple of Irish festivals and where it doesn't have to get on the boat and all the little things that can go wrong yep. are lessened. 100%. And let's get this 12-year-old to give us another couple of hurrahs yeah. because it, it's just incredible. He's an amazing horse. Yeah. And, and the way he saw out to the line, you wouldn't even really even, you'd give him a sparing campaign, but you wouldn't be rushing to retire him off the back of that no, either, you no, know? Jesus you just no. wouldn't. He, like, well, he the, wanted every yard of it. Like Me and you were there and the the whole hullabaloo after Fourheen won and the reception and the crowds around the parade ring and all the talk about it and everyone almost in disbelief and there were tears and all sorts of stuff going on uh, the the following race was the Irish Gold Cup and it was almost <laughs> like hey, what race is it up next you said it everyone yeah, yeah. forgot what was going on the horses went and then you I had... didn't see the horses go around the parade ring well, I didn't we see them in the parade we ring we were in the parade ring I yes. never saw them <laughs> because everyone was talking to each other no one could focus on no. what was going on I don't know how a jockey comes out of that I don't know what Paul Townend obviously then what did he finish second in the Irish Gold Cup yeah. on Kenboy after that but I mean where's this had it everyone in the crowd's head was all over the place and then yeah. suddenly the Gold Cup was on oh, I wonder what will win this but actually that was the feature <laughs> um, uh, we were treated to um, the continued progression of, of Delta work in the Irish Gold Cup beating Kenboy who I think came forward a bit on the previous run uh, again maybe Stephen Cass was right but he's not gone at the game finishing second in the Irish Gold Cup though but it's jumping hasn't quite no come together yet um i wouldn't be writing him off just now and presenting percy also i think came forward as well so it looks like they all stepped up on they did, they did, they did. Uh, delta work has just proven though that he's just behind album photo as far as the irish contenders go uh, Presenting percy yeah. was off for his life um you could see by the way that he wanted to win davy rodeman he just put, wasn't good enough put that um, to win. i don't think you could ride it much differently he's not the same that. horse no he was given a perfect ride um the one the, thing you can't be sure about is uh, how tuned how fit yeah. how much is left in him yeah, yeah but, it might but be a bit more to again it's complete guesswork we've yeah. he's had three runs now this season and each time getting to the last he's got there and each time it's emptied mm-hmm. um so unless there's a serious amount left in him which i just don't see why you'd leave an irish gold cup behind you um they're not this targeting it's not a handicap that he's going for here mm-hmm. um it's a cheltenham gold cup so winning that race would only have aided all of them so I think um, the suggestions that um, he's being left with a load of work on is just not true it's hopeful more than hopeful more than anything else at yeah. this point Kemble's um, jumping and improved but he's never ran well at Cheltenham um, and I don't think he is a Cheltenham horse now he hasn't ran there enough times to completely rule him out but he just he doesn't strike me as a horse as we've said before who will enjoy that uh, Delta Work is the one he still has that mistake left in him um, as Keith Dunne said in his blog I completely agree with him that was one hell of a ride from poor old Jack Kennedy who was, obviously half an hour was, later was yeah. his femur was broken and he's out for six months but he it would have been very easy when Davy got up his inside to follow Davy yeah. and to panic mm-hmm. but Jack didn't Jack sat there and let him go and then uh, jumped the last and barreled away um, very interesting now who do you think will ride Delta Work in the Gold Cup? It's hard to know because there, I, I'd be amazed if presented Percy turns up. Davy doesn't ride because his he's very loyal, loyal as his well. loyalties are yeah. strong as much as he'll want to ride a Gold Cup winner. Um, Puppy powers on um, The only two yeah. two that I was thinking was uh, Keith Dunne, who obviously has, has ridden him this year, um, but when there was a Grade One at Christmas time and they needed to find someone, uh, they they turned on Champagne Classic to Mark Walsh. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm wondering if that could end up being the case because Mark Walsh does not have a Gold Cup ride, does he? Rachel's got one. Monday, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a... Ma- Dickie Mike Mann is joking one. it? They, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they can attend... They, they do tend to stay in Ireland, really, yeah, don't yeah. they? Apart True. from McCoy the other time. True. Yeah. Do you know, my, my view on it is like, Dell works good, Ken Boy's good, presenting Percy's good. They're all good. And you could almost throw a blanket, maybe run that race another day, and one of the other ones would have picked yeah. the other one. I think Davey, if Davey had that race back, he'd ride it differently. He hit the you front. You do think so? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Right? At Christmas, though, Davey, he did the complete opposite. And the yeah, horse what, what, what do you think? I think he would, have, he would have held on a bit longer okay. and let Kenboy go on a little bit yeah. more. He thought Kenboy might go with him, I think, and Kenboy kind of empty mm. and then rallied again. Yeah, potentially. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. But that, that's kind of backing up my view in that I think if you just run that race again today, you yes. might get the same three, yeah. but you might they'll get them inside a different order. If Townen had that race back, say Townen hadn't won on Fahin half an hour beforehand, he probably just goes off and leads and tries to make all. Um, whereas he kind of took a lead this time. Um, but like Kenboy is a father waiting to happen in the Gold Cup. I don't think he'll, he'll complete. Yeah, well, that's probably. And they were all just—they were all there at the last. They were all yeah. hunted into it, and I just think the best horse won again. Um, and I think uh, I do disagree with your earlier point, Dean. I think if you run this race 10 times, I think Delta Work beats them nine. Do you? Yeah. I think he's just a much better horse than them. Okay, and for me, there just wasn't enough between them for me to be comf- confident to say that. Um, and it, a brilliant ride by Jack, who unfortunately, as we said, is now going to miss uh, what goes on for the rest I of this season. Jack kind of fell into that whole thing where and it's completely unfortunate circumstances. And it's like he was had just won the Gold Cup. He's hunting around on the back of a handicap on Dallas to pick on. So you kind of think maybe he should have given up that ride and get someone else, you know, just to mind yourself a little bit you'd always think that wouldn't you but you just you're, 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 you're not going to do it really yeah. are you like yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. that's Picon who's, who's not a good jumper and yeah. showed that again like, hey, you know. Ruby got to that stage towards the end of his career yeah. where he didn't yeah. bother yeah. <laughs> Jack's 20 I hope he didn't I, start that just yet yeah. Yeah. but like geez, Jack's going to have to start minding his body is this yeah. the fourth break yeah. fourth break and the second of his femur isn't it yeah. Yeah, that's brutal like it's <sighs> desperate Jack we wish you well um, let's talk about uh, itchy feet probably the only runner we want to pick out from uh, the UK one a grade one for Ollie Murphy I think it's his first grade one which was, is yeah. pretty remarkable uh, nice horse ran well in the Supreme has now gone and franked uh, well the promise that was there mm-hmm. and won it on merit I think people were a bit shocked maybe the price would tell you that they were a little bit shocked they got it done but uh, they'll have plenty of options at Cheltenham uh, Lorena was in the UK as well for that and maybe all back to drawing board there I, I'd pull up stones with her for the year and do a couple of explorers they could sweeten and go hurdling or something yeah, but, like, but she like, didn't look right at all like, she didn't yeah. travel in the race um, I was watching the race back on Sunday night um, she didn't travel in the race at all she didn't jump well um, she jumped them big it's not as if she jumped them like a hurdler and went through them she jumped them big and over, over jumped at yeah. all and, like, and then didn't travel them, I think. and then got back into contention and then just fell away again yeah, um, yeah. I oh the engine is guaranteed it's yeah. just uh, maybe fence is just I thought I thought HV was very good I thought he yeah. well deserved victory um, and Ollie was saying after the race that he um, tried to turn him into a champion hurdler given how bad champion hurdler was looking this year mm. And then they just said, oh, no, no, this isn't for him. He's always going to be a chaser. Let's just go chasing. And he won, I think it was Warwick, he won a, a Mickey Mouse race. Yep. Um, and then yeah. he's obviously come on miles for that. Yep. And he's a contender wherever he goes. He's a contender in Chelsea. Yeah, no, it's great for Ollie Murphy. Like, if you talk about Thomas Darby, who's come back and now won a race pre Cheltenham, and they've got options. Um, yeah, they've got options with your feet, got options with Brewing Up a Storm. Uh, Ollie Murphy. Andrew Brooks, the owner as well. Like, Andrew Brooks, the owner, puts absolute millions into the game, and mm. that was his first ever Grade One win. So that wow. was uh, yeah, it was a brilliant, brilliant for him. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
um, yeah, so a great weekend for him, even though he didn't bother with uh, the DRF. But the DRF was great for everybody, I think. At what point does the Dublin Racing Festival become target in its own right? It's not there yet for me. No, it's not there yet. Uh, the English, I think it's it's when the English probably just start respecting it a bit more. As any, if you run us over, because it's not just the Dublin Racing Festival that, that the English don't have the balls to send a horse over to it's uh, it's the whole year our prize money here is far better they spend all year long complaining in the UK that they don't have prize money and that the prize money is brutal and then Ludlow puts up good prize money and they send three or four runners up there and mm-hmm. um, these trainers are all stuck uh, like a lot of us in life they're um, they're all stuck in the patterns that, that, that they followed for years and it doesn't make financial sense that there's there's horses that won't act around Cheltenham that they could have sent maybe for the Ladbrokes hurdles but instead now there'll be, there'll be horses balloted out of the Betfair hurdle and um, that could have easily come over here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I think trainers probably too much say in how a horse is campaigned. What and if I'm an owner owners. and I'm running for twenty grand, but I could have run for sixty yeah. grand, and I win the twenty grand race and look at one won the sixty grand race? I'm you, like, why? You, you, why you look at Twitter over the weekend, you see Keith, you all the lads who own that yeah. horse, shoe time uh, yeah. with Joe Chambers. Yeah, and they all had a right good Barney over here over for the weekend, mm-hmm. a bit of crack like like that's if I was an owner in the UK, I'd be like, yeah, get me over it. As much as if I was an owner in Ireland, I'd be saying, get my horse to Cheltenham. I don't care what race you're running, get it to Cheltenham. I want to go with the lads. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, that that maps set in stone. Yeah. Um, I just wonder at what point it flips. It's only three years in, so it's yeah, going it to flip at some point. I think it's Price probably, money can't be ignored. It's it's a month after Christmas. It's a month, six weeks before Cheltenham. It's it's in the right place for uh, a stepping stone to yeah, Cheltenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to stand out on its own, I don't know where you put it. To well, be on its own, it's, it's fine where it is as a stepping stone. But if you wanted to really stand out on its own, yeah. But I, I suppose look, look, but there's the no winners after that. Like, no, yeah, no. Room. But you want the winners that go on to Cheltenham from it. It's perfect for Cheltenham, and it, especially for horses like Labaga Wa, mm-hmm. who doesn't act at Cheltenham. This is ideal. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think maybe when the likes of Clandes Obo finally Paul Nichols gets it into his head this year, the horse doesn't like Cheltenham. Um. Next year he'll probably well, end I've, up in the Irish Gold Cup. I throw a few. Um horses at you that perhaps could have come here like surname yeah would have made sense if they're not thinking of Cheltenham you know that makes sense left hand is a problem there doesn't it wait impatiently if it was fit and well could probably have run yeah. here you know these are the horses that you're thinking with well, Cheltenham's not for me but there's an equivalent 100% like these are the kind of horses that you can almost map we're going to target Ireland. Yeah. They've got the Christmas meeting. They've got this meeting. Yeah, and if we do go to Cheltenham off the back of winning two of them, then we've done all our business. We loads more money. There's, there's five runners tomorrow at Turles. Yeah. Um, and and the reason why I'm tracking that is because the boss is Oscar, who I love for the Martin Pipe. Sure. It's running it. The winner gets 11 grand. Like, there's nothing like that in the UK. Yeah. And you're just wondering why with these horses that, like, aren't going to be superstars, why not just literally bring them over for array the turtles like the Irish trainers do the Irish trainers in my opinion are far more flexible and that's why they're far more successful mm-hmm. um, than a lot of the trainers over in the UK well the but, Williams team came Harry Fry came a yeah. couple of horses yeah, yeah. yeah. but like the Irish the, like, the Irish send a lot of horses over to the UK mostly for the all weather and up north to Musburra yeah. they don't target UK big races really like Lorena went to the City Isles because there was no other way where for it to run in Ireland because yeah. he had all his horses. There was, no runners, runner, yeah. there was no runner in the Betfair Chase, no runner in the Charity Hall, there was no runner in the. There might be one runner in yeah, the. Yeah, where were the Irish horses for the million pound bonus, John? Yeah. Well, like we have the. Oh, well, that's actually like Kenboy. Kenboy could have gone there, but didn't have an owner. Yeah, yeah Kenboy didn't have an owner. At that point, he but never got on the boat for the Hennessy. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Um, that, I suppose you're committing to traveling for for three big runs for that. Like you know, I can completely see that point. But the King George of Christmas, Ireland brings horses over to us. Service went to uh, 
Chepstow, Ireland have plenty of runners. The Welsh Grand National, yeah. Scottish Grand National. The yeah. biggest races of the year, Ireland has runners. Yeah. Uh, Nicky Henderson had Santini this year who didn't run until Cheltenham. Now, yeah, please yeah, God, yeah. it all no, works no, out. He could have ran a Christmas yeah. Lexus. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He could have easily yeah. ran, but they don't do it. But I have the solution. So, uh, if anyone at Leppistown is listening, what you need to do is you put up one of these bonuses for an English horse that wins at the Dublin Racing Festival yeah, that's, that's and good. wins at Cheltenham gets X. And if they win at Cheltenham and Aintree or Cheltenham and Punchestown, if you want to bring them back to Ireland again, HRI initiative if you want, throw money at it because owners will demand their trainers run. Yeah. And that's what works. And I said, why the Irish not go for the million pound? But you gave a pretty reasonable explanation. But that's where I was going. Why not do this? I know it's anti Irish runners don't give them the same well, bonus, a, but you've got to attract the. You could do a similar million pound bonus. You could do the Savills, yeah. the Irish Gold Cup, and the yeah. Chapman Gold Cup. Yeah, why not? And that's your, that's not? your three ones. Marketeers out there, like, if you if this is what you want, yeah, that's right. go and million get it done. Bonus, yeah. You know, and if you want to just throw a 50 grand bonus into, I don't know, the owners who run placed here and place at the Chapman Festival, just bring the horses. Like, yeah, that, and that, I think, is how you make it stand out on its own. It's very available to everyone to do. Everyone's seen the success yeah. of this meeting in three years in the bounce. Um, they'll only get it even more correct with the ground probably next year. In fact, the heavens might open and yeah. it won't matter. They'd be called um, off. They can, <laughs> <laughs> that can happen, yeah. That can happen. We'll give them a balancing out bonus yeah. if, you, if you were still, if you got on the boat, <laughs> you get your money back. Um, anyway, okay, cracking stuff. All right, let's take a break here. We'll come back and have a look at Newbury and Warwick over the weekend. You're listening to the Race Hour podcast brought to you by bookmakers.co.uk. Check out bookmakers.co.uk each and every day for tips, news and the best odds for horse racing. Looking for a new bookmaker and the best sign-off of us in the industry? You'll find that at bookmakers.co.uk, sponsors of the Race Hour. Okay, welcome back to the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk. It's me, Dean Ryan, uh, David Weldon and Dermot Nolan, all in the towers of bookmakers.co.uk. Let's take a look at some of the weekend action to come. Uh, racing at Newbury and Warwick, or kickoff at Newbury, Dermot, because I think you like one in the 150 there. It's the Betfair Bet and Play Handicap Hurdle, Class 2 over 3 miles. Uh, one for the team is the current market leader there. Yeah, a well saint with a run here is very interesting. I stayed on very well behind a horse that um, I know Dave really likes as well, and... Um, Protectorat last time over trip that kind of seemed too short was just staying on and on and on um, up to three miles here and at about five to one I think he's a a cracking bet but maybe just wait to make sure that he definitely runs sure I can see one is dropped up that I'm a big fan of and that is AC Milan uh, for Anthony Honeyball Rex Dingle has, has got very disappointing hasn't he oh geez just hit the crossbar a couple of times when yeah. it looked like it was all going to come good um, Plumpton and then of course that big run behind Stony Mountain where he got mugged um, at Haydock I think after that you could say pretty disappointing on heavy ground at Chepstow but there is uh, you know 1-3-1 I assume it's going to prove better than that yeah. it hasn't done so yet and a bit unlucky not to win a big pot already so I throw that into the mix but okay Welsh Saint then for Dermo the 205 at Warwick, a decent kingmaker novices chase. Um, you know, obviously we we're talking all about the UK horses for this, but it's a decent Grade Two contest. Nuba Negra, Rouge Vif, uh, Fanny and Destreval, Precious Cargo, Torpillo is the one that interests me at a reasonable price. And I have to forgive a few uh, spins, but there's certainly the engine is there and it doesn't have a lot to find actually on the lights of the market leader. So that would be my pick, Dermo. What do you like? Yeah, it's a very tough race. Um, Nuba Negra jumps beautifully, but. Um, the horse's resolution is always something that I've kind of questioned. And last time, we don't know how good that E-Spirit the Large is yet. He's another horse that yeah. kind of could kick on. So we don't really know that. But I'd be very, very keen to 
take him on just on that finishing effort though his jumping is something to be adored uh, Torpedo definitely has a chance but the one I like here is for um, Andrew Brooks to have another good weekend and Rouge Riff for me ran really well at Kempton over Christmas uh, bumping into a global citizen who's a very smart horse on his day um, a horse who could surprise a few in the arc of this season uh, this track will suit Rouge Viff an awful lot more he's already jocked up with Gavin Sheehan on board um, he's a good price and I think uh, I think he takes a lot of stopping here yeah he ran in the right races didn't he behind put the kettle on and Global Citizen as you say um, so yeah he's an interesting runner yeah um, he is I, I like Nube, Nube Negra here myself um, it's 7-4 I was a bit skinny he's a good jumper Warwick will suit for that purpose you need to be able to jump around Warwick as Paddy Aswell would say um, and he was 13 lengths ahead of Grand Sansi in the last day behind mm. SB Raj and Rouge Riff was only a length and a quarter ahead of that horse um, the last day as well now Grand Sansi obviously had the benefit of, of the run that was his first run over fences um, but he's he will ha- take a lot of stopping at 7-4 to four. I'd probably just take a chance on uh, Precious Cargo though for win purposes only he was beaten the last day at Newbury on heavy ground behind uh, Moonlighter who's in this race again but has shown a good attitude over hurdles and took the fence really well when first time up at short odds in probably a race that wasn't great at Haydock mm-hmm. um, but I think he'll come on again for that Newbury run and actually been in a race and I think he'll step forward again and he's available 25 to 1 for the Arkle as well so okay. have a little bit on that as well or as Cass say with your related doubles <laughs> yes follow the Cass plan um, okay that's uh, that's fair enough Dingle uh, is in there for Adrian Heskin and uh, John Queeley of course did run in the notebook race Leopardstown over Christmas that are miles behind but if that wins make look notebook uh, look, look even far better yeah. look yeah. good um, okay what about then the um, the Betfair Exchange chase I'm pretty sure we can rip through this the interesting runner um, has to be Dynamite Dollars I don't know why Kalashnikov is is going at this two mile and a half a furlong trip but they probably just want to find a race for it and Altior is back so Altior we expect will win five to two on yeah Altier wins and uh, the one bit of advice I'd give is that if you do fancy him for the champion chase I'd, I'd back him before this because if he wins impressively which you'd imagine they, they will really want him to um, he will he, to he will shorten the yeah. he has to kick them out of the way even yeah. if he does it in in what we've got used to as Altier's style and that just powers at the end and gets it done yeah that won't be good enough for me if he does that that way. Like what do you, what do you want? To but he doesn't do it any other way though. To be fair, pounds clear on ratings. Like he should be winning comfortably. But he doesn't do that. He's just not. The but kind he of used to do that. So he yeah. used to be like you know almost a fence ahead if yeah. he wanted to be. And Nico's holding on, and maybe he'd do that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, do I, that. I think he needs to make a, a statement if yeah. he's going to be. Dynamite dollars is interesting to be back, isn't he, it? And I read a piece Paul Nichols had up last night. Um, like they're kind of trying to on a fact find the mission to see if he's a champion chase horse if he's a Ryanair horse or if he's a handicap horse well he gets three pounds <laughs> he's getting yeah. a little bit more than that but <laughs> if, if, if he can get imagine that he beats Altior with Dynamite Dollars he'll have absolutely just ended <laughs> that would be, I don't even want to go there no, uh, no. Silver Isles in there Magic Saint you imagine is prepping nicely for a crack at the Grand Annual and that kind of stuff um, Simply Ned is back Maracuja's in there after getting slammed for last time um, okay good race but we think Altior will win and we probably want to see him do it well Kalashnikov I just don't know why that's in at two and a half two mile and a half a fellow but yeah. that's where it goes um, okay 240 at Warwick then um, we're going to skip that one I think because I don't think anyone has a view on the, the mayor's hurdle there it's good listed race uh, Indefatigable is uh, the 11-4 favourite and I'm glad I don't have to say that again then we've got the Betfair Denman chase now Native River is in here Um if they put blinkers on up against my bite, imagine just careers away and wins again. 
Yeah, um, as Paddy Aspel has pointed out before, though, is that there is only cert- uh, such an amount of the times where well, these... I know Paddy, if he was here, he'd be saying, I hope they don't put the blinkers, blinkers on him because it would be a completely wasted bullet, as he always says. And you can see that point, horses first time out in blinkers. There's a reason why it's a tactic by an awful lot of people with it. It, it has one serious bounce with him. And if they do waste it here on this race, um, it's very foolish. Um, might bite nearly just for a fun bet would kind of interest me, but he does look gone at the game but Jeez, that's my job to call yeah. that one out. I don't even want to back <laughs> but, but Native River um, as much as it would be great to see him here I just don't see a lot of people keep saying that he's a Gold Cup contender better horses haven't uh, regained the Gold Cup and I don't see why he would either okay do you know what's really interesting here it's the sideline um, Dave I'll ask you whether you think Native River will win in a minute but um, Activio's in the race who I thought ran really well at Cheltenham last year, finishing seven and a bit lengths behind Beware the Bear in the ultimate. Now he's on a one four eight. Do not finish too close. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, right? that's exactly what I was going to say. This is a race that Native River is going to hack up in because everyone else is going to be minding their marks. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. But um, and, and rightly so, they're not going to be yeah. able to beat Native River anyway. But if Activio can finish fifth, you know, and just get it to like a one four six, pull pull up after the last. Just, just no, don't, don't, don't give yourself no, no, a chance. No, 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 just no, run no, your no, race no, and pull no, up no. after the last. <laughs> Um, okay fascinating uh, okay interesting yeah I mean there's lots of horses in there that you've got you've got eyes on other things like Ratatouti UT's running in there for Mama and Dan Scout and Ratatouti of, 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 of 104 <laughs> so that what's, what's that name again Dan? Uh, Ratatouti UT <laughs> Ratatouti <laughs> what do you call it? God. it's not Ratatouti it basically is it definitely isn't Ratatouti UT um, anyway that's not the horse I thought we'd be talking about <laughs> no, when we, when no. we looked at the Betfair Dem and Chase, but all guns blazing, go for it. Uh, why not? Okay, let's look at them before we come on to the the kind of, you know, the main feature at Newbury, which is that Betfair hurdle. Um, the Warwick Castle handicap chase has Brelan Das top of the market with Bellamy de Picton. Uh, two Tafs, who's been on back on the comeback trail and, and is running some pretty hard tasks so far. Uh, Gala Ball, Secret Investors, doubly declared. I can see it in there as well. Uh, do we have a fancy for this 315 at Warwick? Yeah, um, I kind of like it. Handicaps this time of year are funny because people are not going to go out and yeah, yeah. show it full hand. You have to be careful. It's an like, opportunity if you want to, though, because it is. Yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the horse I'm looking at is Capoli of Doc, the good doctor, Richard Newland's horse. Um, he's only rated 138. He won his last two of his last three races. Five are all could still be improved, and he's around eight to one there. Um, I think he probably needs to win a race or get a few pounds to get into one of them competitive handicap chases at Cheltenham if that's what they want. Um, and he should be running off a good weight I think 8-1 probably underestimates his chances Demo? Uh Yeah I um, I can see that angle there by Dave um, Balami just picked on really interests me here I think uh, Venetia Williams just kind of tends to target these Saturday races I, I don't think she ever tends to really hold back horses for the likes of a Challenge Festival or anything like that and whilst the horse really badly flopped last time um, has clearly just been freshened up now and off a mark of 144 even based on that waiting patiently form etc etc um, has ground to suit has loved his track in the past and I think Balami they picked on will take a lot of stopping here Dean there's a horse in here that I picked out on the basis of the things that we were kind of alluding to in handicaps this time of year and that's fixed rate who I think they really fancied for Musselburgh last time and um, got to get out in front if a few of these aren't going hell for leather from the start might get a bit of a freebie off the top end but there's plenty in here that will want to be getting involved with that Charlie Mann's got to enter there I'd like the ground to dry a little bit 
but uh, price is fair at around 14 to 1 if you're looking to have a bet right now okay the race where we might have a few more uh, more solid opinions uh, Mac the Man currently heads the betting for the Betfair Hurdle at 3.35 at Newbury on Saturday not so sleepy some people are whispering uh, some people are being even louder about this horse uh, for a champion hurdle got about a stone and a half still to, to find but it's hard to know what the ceiling is never adapt sealed in the edge uh, stolen silver did you a favour demo recently yeah. um, the Banner King Rebel who did us all a favour thanks to Paddy Aspel's confidence in Jamie Snowden's horse and a host of others 20 odd runners demo go to you first uh, yeah, I think McDaman takes an absolute world of um, of stopping here, Dean. Uh, last time beat uh, beat Protector Ad, who's come out and franked that form yeah. all around him since. Uh, won that race that day in the shape of a really progressive horse. Paddy Aspel was so confident that day. I, I never heard Paddy be that confident. Mm, really um, yeah, and the horse has come out since. And obviously, or sorry, hasn't come out since, but has been put away for this Really funny well. old race that, where it got beat the last day though wasn't it with the with stone and silver kind of mugging them uh, yeah I mean look uh, like McDermott obviously wasn't in the race that day I mean you know yeah. he's taken on the, the, the kind of the likes of him around him I mean you've got the, the Banner King Rebel here as well from that form and Stolen Silver like yeah. I think Stolen Silver's gone up a lot uh, the Banner King Rebel might turn that form around but I just I'm not convinced that race is worth anything to be honest with you um, I think the, the English Supreme Horses are all very overrated and I don't like any of them really to be honest so uh, Mac the Man who arrives here from Handicap Company the likes of not so sleepy and the one the other one that, that I think is overpriced um, and is being backed like he will run is that um, Seal Denise as well at 10 to 1 he's the type that could just be be, be really well handicapped and like he was his first run for Willie Mullins was in the Fred Winter when he finished third um, was bought by JP McManus there afterwards really good and eye catching run behind Janadil, who's from the same stable, who's a really good horse, um, and finished fourth behind him. He flopped at Christmas, but an awful lot of Willie Mullins' horses did, so I wouldn't be overly worried about that. He looks well handicapped at 10 to 1, but um, I've talked before about how often I can overthink races and uh, will avoid the most common sense winner. And I think Mac Demand is just, he just really is a common sense horse. He's potentially seriously well handicapped. Yeah. So that's clear. Dave. Yeah, it looks a very good race. Um, looks a very good bet for Hurdle. Um, going back a few years, you used to have very good races that were kind of super, nearly supreme trials. Um, this could be up there with a challenge trial in its own right. Um, I'm going to take a chance though on two at big prices. Um, the first one is um, Elixir Nuts, who I think the world of um, was a very good novice last year. Kind of had a setback last year and things haven't really gone right this year, but has been dropped to a mark of 146 now. And I think that is kind of where he is and I think he could run to that and if he does run to that he'll take all the beating at about 20 to 1 mm -hmm. and then another horse for Phil Kirby is uh, who shot the sheriff who was Sean, Sean Quinlan booked to ride him at 20 to 1 fell in a conditional race at Chatham at the start of the year and has run well twice in better races since and I think he could be competitive off 135 at around 20 to 1 okay Good shouts. Um, I'm a massive fan of Never Adapt. Uh, the five-year-old for Nicky Henderson does everything wrong. And uh, finally, Penny dropped last day under Barry Garrity at Kempton. Uh, I think 140 is going to be a million miles off where that one ends up. So if uh, A1, it looks like this has been a little bit of a plan, hopefully, to get it together. But, you know, the JP McManus horses, the Willie Mullins one, CLD and Edge that you mentioned. Uh, we've got to give a shout to Did They Leave You Out Too, who's in here yeah. after a wind up, Della. Yeah, we'll have to give, um, have to have a, a small each way in him Dean he's a hard horse to properly row in behind but if he ever gets back to anything like that form of beating Thomas Darby he's yeah. uh, he's thrown it thrown it 
Yeah, one, three, two. Um, yeah, fascinating. You can make a case for plenty in here, and whatever wins it will be uh, all eyes on Cheltenham in a big way. Let's just cover not so sleepy before we do uh, kick the kind of weekend preview into touch. Um, would you have it on your mind for a champion or if it wins this? Uh, no, uh, not particularly. Um, I think it's um, he's a very nice horse. Uh, it is the kind of year where you are right to kind of make a punt like this, but I, I just no, I don't see it at all. If you do have it on your mind for a champion head, it has to win this day. Has to win this, yeah. Like it's been raised twenty, sorry, uh, got to twenty pounds anyway from its last one. Yeah. Won its last handicap of one two seven. It's one four four now, so you'd expect it to win and win well off one four four. He's not guaranteed to run, horse. isn't he? As well, no, yeah. they're yeah. kind of making noises over the last twenty four hours yeah. that they might not run, depends yeah. on the ground yeah. um, and whatever. But um, like he's a good horse. He's not a horse. He's won over 180 grand in prize money already so um, I can't see him getting a soft lead here maybe you can but if, if the only basis you can back him in the champion hurdle is if there's no pace he gets an easy lead and he doesn't come back and he might would allow that happen exactly yeah. Yeah. the champion hurdle is going to be much different than running around Ascot off 127 and yeah I'm not on the train but you know, hard to know what the ceiling is. I, I back in the last twice and I, I kind of... You're now off the train. Yeah, I'm off the train, yeah. Well, at least you got on it. Yeah. I never got on. Um, He's gone to the wedding. He doesn't want to go to the funeral now, which is fair enough. I've been, yeah, been yeah, to enough yeah, funerals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's Let's um, let's have a nap off you then for the weekend. Uh, Dem, I'll go with you. Uh, Mac the man for the Bedford Hurdle. Okay. Dave. Cat Poli in the 315 at work. Okay. Um, can I go against you, Dem? Yeah? Well, you certainly can, Dean. Never adapt. Never adapt. We'll right. win, and we'll win nicely. Um, <laughs> no, 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 go on, yeah. Well, you know, I'll take that. We've <laughs> 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 got to protect the record somehow. Yeah. Uh, l- latest exhibition getting it done for us last week, although I think I gave three. So, you know, yeah. I'll take that. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're doing the Cheltenham preview round on this week's Race Hour podcast. We're looking at the Arkle, the Marsh, the RSA, and the Three Mile Sixer. Don't delay. Head over to bookmakers.co.uk today. Okay, welcome back to the final part of this week's Race Hour uh, podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.co.uk. It's David Weldon, Dermot Nolan and myself, Dean Ryan. We're going to have a look at some of the novice chasers uh, at Cheltenham. We're going to kick off with the Arkle. We did talk about it a little bit earlier on in the podcast, if you were paying attention, of course, because we discussed the lights of Notebook. Um, Notebook is the three to one favorite. Fakir Dideris, who we didn't see at the DRF, is a six to one chance. Cashbacks come right into the betting now at seven to one. Uh, lights of Brune Up a Storm, Global Citizen, Esprit de Large, they're all double figures um i've already gone on record as saying i'm gonna take on notebooks certainly at those prices whether i take him on one of the top three is unlikely but damn i'll let you have first go uh yeah like it's a it's a confusing old race now um notebook as much as you have to love what he's done so far and he's the one to beat by country mile in this race obviously uh three to one is still quite appealing in that he probably should be a shorter price than what he's done compared to everything else in the field, really. Um, I think he should be. I, like, I don't see what else there is, but you, I'm still happy to take him on, obviously. Anyway, I just don't think Fakir Dury will turn that form around. Um, I love Cashback. I think there is improvement left in him, but I'm not sure whether he can turn around with notebook either and um, just hit his mental propensity to boil over as well as something that would have to worry you at, um, at Presby Park of all races and I like Global Citizen um, I think Mr. Fisher will end up going up and trip uh, there's not that many really here in the market so the two the two that I kind of I'm looking at um, at the minute are Espiritu Large and Bruno Pastorm um, 
run up a storm has has Cheltenham experience Ollie Murphy keeps is banging winners all year long um, and he'll have his chance and Espirit Delage obviously as I said was brilliant at Sandown so it's a race team that I won't be getting overly excited about until the day I have backed cashback at bigger odds each way but if a gun was put to my head at this moment it would be Brewing Up a Storm okay yeah I really like Brewing Up a Storm for this based on what would you know what seems to be the trend that I like to follow in it and I know you're not a big fan of it Demo but Notebook's hurdle rating wouldn't win an arc or whereas Brewing Up a Storm's rating would put it bang in the mix an arc or put Al Dancer in that picture put Global Citizen in that picture um, the others I'm struggling with and it's hard to know that Ollie will even go there with Brewing Up a Storm because so far it's all been talking about going up maybe for the marsh but I think if I was Ollie, I'd roll the dice there. I'd also roll the dice with our dancer and Global Citizen, you imagine, will go there, Dave. You'd imagine he will. Um, he's Max is an out and out two miler, so um I'd say he'd go there. As I mentioned earlier on in the kind of anti weekend preview, Precious Cargo for me, I hope he wins this weekend and he'll go on then and he should be close to favourite if he wins the Kingmaker. Um close to favourite for an article. Yeah. Pricey now for an article. He's twenty five to one. Uh, he'd be, would you think after winning that race that he'd if he won it well like if he won it by oh, sorry, sorry yeah, yeah, okay, if yeah, he wins yeah. by a head obviously not he'll yeah. cut the 16 or whatever like, but yeah. if he wins it well he comes out in, which I think he is that kind of horse that has that potential to yeah. go and destroy a field um, he, he I, just, I just think he's overpriced it's a very funny race like you have the notebook form line is basically the front tree in the market and the rest are nowhere really in the market um, yeah brewing up a storm yes he was a good hurdler and ran well last year at the festival but he's won two he's won a race around Taunton and a race at one to two and that form isn't good enough to win an article um, and then you've Esprit Dredage we haven't seen since he won the grade one race at Sandown mm-hmm. so is there something after going wrong with him or are you just keeping him in mind for Cheltenham I don't think Evan Williams really has a great record at Cheltenham either um, so and he's still Evan is banging the winners you'd imagine he would have been out for a stepping stone they did mention post race that they were going to keep him fresh didn't they mm-hmm. did they yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, I, I, it looks a below par article to me based on what we've seen so far yeah so all as you say we're precious cargo Dave it's a fair shout because if Donald's front tree don't turn out to be what we think they are it's, it's, anyone, it's anyone's yeah. race yeah. Yeah. No, it's no, a wide open race it's very easy to, to forget that only well less than a week ago we were talking about Bapome coming forward and being an yeah. arco horse based it on thank god we did say he was the definition of a hipster horse and he's proven that as well yeah but like Willie yeah. Mullins has got Melon and Bapome in there and it's Willie Mullins in their 20s and 25s in a, what looks a if, if, winnable arco if you took Melon's Cheltenham form standalone he'd win this yeah it's just he's he's probably yeah. going up and trip now isn't he just, uh, yeah, yeah I would I would want to see him in a marsh but mm. um, if he did run in it he'd have to be on the on the list like I'm literally going to cross off the top few based yeah. on you know nonsense yeah. trends have but, you ever seen a Cheltenham festival like this though where just there's so feels, much it feels different yeah. I think it's the ground the ground's been kind of right all year for them mm. to run so most people have gotten a couple <laughs> yeah. of runs in whereas last year it's, you're it's kind of this is dark maybe or something yeah. 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 it's just it's very like if we get a deluge of rain now which could well happen because March that seems to be happening lately or snow what's your form what where's the form then like, yeah. like yeah. where are you looking even and yeah. it's a it's a very very hard Cheltenham festival if Al Dancer ran in that I'd definitely back it I think there's so much more in the tank there that they haven't got out from riding tactics well then, well then you would definitely definitely back put the kettle on so. yeah. I wouldn't if Al Dancer ran at Lake Town you'd back it <laughs> yeah. 
I think Al Dancer has never done anything bar win a Betfair hurdle where he was far too well handicapped to do it. Yeah. I think bar that oh, he's, he he's yeah, been he a, a horse that you have abused always in Getaway Trump. That's all he's done over fences. Yeah, he's been beaten by Mr. Fisher. Should have been Mr. Fisher though. I think he's a massively overrated horse. Should have been Mr. Fisher. Yeah, uh, Mr. Fisher who was where? Tent in a Supreme last year. Yeah. In a poor Supreme. Yeah. It, it's not. It's um, yeah. I can't have him for I want to Sundays and I hope I'm wrong Dean because I hope you make money no, well, I, no I, I, think, I really don't I think Al Dancer win the Grand Annual so don't run in any of this <laughs> stuff that we're talking about now and go straight to the Grand Annual and show them what, what, who's boss Nigel because that's the job um, okay uh, the Marsh then it, kind of a natural follow on Forheen is in the betting but I think we've all kind of come to the conclusion that we prefer Forheen stayed home and uh, dotted up in an Irish festival after Cheltenham but if they did go there uh, obviously Forheen would be would take some stopping if he was A1 uh, Itchy Feet put himself in the picture at the weekend Mr Fisher is uh, a shorter price for this than the Arkle considering the kind of trip they want to go for I think you can rule out the likes of Alaho turning up in a marsh but I could be wrong uh, Easy Game who ran in behind Forheen there at the weekend uh, Fakir Dairy if they go up and trip and then well, we don't know what to say about Sam Crow. Black Op, classical dream is definitely not going. Not. Um, uh, Reserve Tank was the one that I was kind of thinking about as a, 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 good. a yeah. flyer for this, potentially, yeah. because that back form is seriously good. Yeah, it's just whether or not the he, he needs the ground to come good for him yeah. because he, he couldn't jump out on heavy ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be all over Alejo were he to run here. Um, yeah. I don't like him for an RSA because I don't think he stays the trim was... I mean, that Indo bumped into him over three miles last year twice and mm. Alaho looked the winner for all intents and purposes until that final stretch where yeah. that just kind of powered away from him. Um, I would adore him here, I think, a 10 to 1. Um, I think especially now that Willie Mullins has had Lorena's flop from Mellon doesn't look the same horse this yeah. season either. So yeah. Willie Mullins isn't all that stacked in the novice chasers department. He doesn't have anything for the Arkle really. Um, so he doesn't have that many horses for it. That's one reason why Fahin could end up making the trip, really. But um, Alaho would definitely be my horse here. I think a 10 to 1, he's a whopping bet, but he could end up going up to the RSA. So, of the ones that I think will definitely run, I think uh, Mr. Fisher um, at 7 to 1 is still, or sorry, not Mr. Fisher, um, Itchy Feet, sorry. Yeah. Um, a 7 to 1. That was an absolutely unbelievable performance. Uh, uh, third last year has Chelem Festival experience and mm-hmm. I think um, Itchy Feet is the one but if Alaho if there's any noises at all that he could end up here I'll be all over yeah that's one where you'll be listening out that's a horse that you have on your list for all the preview nights that yeah. are coming up yeah. like please tell me where that's going to run because <laughs> we, all, we all kind of like it and yeah. um, we'd like to know what they're going to do with that Dave well yeah Alaho is, is my one as well for all the reasons Dermot mentioned I'd love to see him in here and go in from the front and just go take them on and stay and stay and stay and um, he was very good the last day when he won and he was good behind easy game as well when he probably needed to run more so than easy game he would have had to run previous um, I like in fairness like, I like it feet. Mr Fisher is a good horse I could see him taking this Sam Crow like I'd love to I'd love them to open up Sam Crow and just see what's going on in there like why does he not see out his races because he does everything else he jumps he travels and all that and then just doesn't see out from the second to last home um, he's the kind that could go off 20 to 1 and it just clicks yeah and just, he just <laughs> drop right in the day it just happens yeah like yep, um, yep. He, I was hoping they'd, they'd uh, enter Fakir Duderi in this race because I think he'd be a player stepping up on trip but I just checked there and he's, he's not in the entries so um, Alaho really is my only one for this okay two shouts for Alaho I'm very undecided I want I need to see the field to be honest um, I, I wouldn't back Sam Crow in it unless it was as you say Dermo 20 odds I think at the race that we're about to talk about which is the RSA is where they have to run Sam Crow but will they that's the question Dermo 
Uh, yeah, it's hard to know. I think with the way that he's been running all year, I, I, I doubt they'll kind of put him through that. Um, I, I just don't really know whether they, they kind of know what to do with him. Um, he's He really let them down at Christmas time and he just seems to come in out of form so quickly um, because the performance at Down Royal, he did run to the line that day. You know, he uh, like obviously a really easy win against um, a substandard lot of horses, but he still, he kicked him in the touch and he looked like he was back. He he took up the running, which he never does and all that sort of stuff. And then at Christmas time, just really let them down again. So it's hard to know where you'd even stand with him. Um, Battle over Dion was beaten by Fahim, but I, I wouldn't particularly just give up on him completely yet. Um, he looked like a big boy on good ground that just maybe didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, the trip was kind of plenty short for him as well. He was just beaten coming to the last. It wasn't even that he was um, no, it was a tired pace. Ball, he yeah. just looked knackered. Yeah. Um, so I just think the whole the whole thing. We actually spoke about it for the race, Dean. You know, he ran a good ground over Christmas and he kind of got away with it. But they remember that, and he looked to me like a horse that turning in on that ground remembered what had happened at Christmas time, and he was clearly sore after it. Is he's a huge horse, so he jumped great. Yeah, until beautifully. the fall yeah so he jumped lovely if the ground comes up heavy he'll only continue to drift now um, because people will call him all sorts of names at preview nights and everything else so he could end up being a big price for the RSA if they go especially on heavy ground I think he will be a very good price um, but the one for win purposes now um, I've been talking about the two of them all year it, it was battle over die until last Sunday but it's now Nella Indo who I just think takes the world to stop and can't have champ for a month of Sundays as I've said time and time again um, he jumps he jumps like a table and I think that Indo takes a lot of stopping here yeah there's enough question marks around uh, champ for me to take it on at 7-2 it could definitely win an RSA but I'd have to take it on Manila Indo is the obvious one for me Battle of Adoyan I'm done probably with that one but if it goes off a whopping price you'd always be interested and I like Sam Crow but I don't expect you to agree Dave no I don't agree with most of that um, sure do need to get another run into Manila Indo they they won't. Uh, last year came in with a very very similar uh, form, and he'll jump fences at home. He'll jump out. Yeah. It, it ran forty for, a day, so it, uh, it, ran, it ran over three miles in February last year, and it hasn't run since um, middle of January now. And like the run behind the arena looks poor now, and it won't beat um, be Captain CJ in a beginner's chase. Like that form is not good enough to yeah, place. Yeah, the form was good enough last year coming into Chatham Ivor. We're going to get beat by Alaho. Could face Alaho yeah. again here. Yeah. yeah, so like it, it's he's, he looks he, an obvious one. He's it, an obvious one. Bromhead, Chatham form looks obvious. I understand I get all that, it. but he wouldn't be on my radar at six to one. Yeah, to it does seem a bit like short he was, right he now. Was, he was fifty to one last year with the same kind of form profile. Yeah, in an Albert Bartlett, and he won that. I think he went on and won and uh, a great one after. He's a horse that that they don't seem to want to get an awful lot of runs into him and um, in fairness to the likes of Captain CJ you've got the likes of caref carefully selected form there as well so look he's a big lazy oak who I think could have won by a lot further but at the prices I do take your point this yeah. is where I think Alaho will go I don't think he's good he, I just don't think he stays the three miles I think he'll touch I think he'd been in running late to be honest. yeah he would yeah. I think easy game runs here for, and that, that's with his um, hmm. horse like, he looked the same performance he looked the same and he did the same when he beat Hallahole and beginner's chase Christmas as well Yeah, um, I think you have to have Slate House on side this year he kind of has that profile of a really tough three mile horse that might just outstay him here um, I know he was found out last day against the big boys but yeah, he's back I'd in love to see him win because that was just Frank Santini all day long yeah exactly uh, yeah, um, yeah. and I think another one he had to have on side is Pim who's done nothing wrong um, this year and has shown form around Cheltenham 
um, they're too well like 20 to 1 plus um, that you kind of have to onside I don't like the top of the market here at all obviously I like Alaho but I think I hope he runs in the marsh battle over Dion I take your point that he, he could be Come a, a decent bet if his price drifts out a bit more, and um, I think Davey tried to make just too much use from the last day and just just try and run the sting out of everyone else because he he knew he wanted further. Um, he jumped so well for you, Tor. He, he jumped so well, yeah. well, and then Danny Wisbang as well. Like if you like reserve tank, you have to like him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And forgive him his last run because he, he looked super that day. He looks a four mile for him, doesn't it? For some reason, probably. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't Three read any calls like that. Um, but like thirty three to one, he could be could have a a flyer and Master Tommy Tucker as well I know they, they actually they loved him when he um, won that beginner chase at Kempton over 2 mile 2 yeah. um, but he subsequently let down the form behind Stay House in the in the chaos there um, but yeah it's, it's a wide open renewal yeah I, I mean I don't see any ricks in these markets no. we've gone through three of the races there and we've got the 3 mile 6 of the National Hunt chase to come and I'm not seeing ricks I'm seeing if you know where they're going to go you're on you can yeah, get you a bit might of value get a bit, but yeah. it's so much guessing if you're going to yeah. go non-runner no bet you're leaving behind bigger prices and so it's a very tricky situation let's talk about that national hunt chase carefully selected I think the race hour is against carefully selected winning uh, the national hunt chase but Dave I've got to ask you what you think about carefully selected um, I don't think he's good enough I don't think he jumps well enough there's a mistake in him um, yeah. and he's going to be found out he probably the last day he was ridden from the front he probably doesn't want that either he probably wants to lead and he probably was tossing a bit in front and he, in fairness to him he came back and won it well in the end so um, you can give him that well I couldn't have him on my radar really um, like Paddy right. Paddy doesn't have a great record in race he's won it twice but apart from that like he and he won it with Raph Inden and uh, back, back in focus, focus yeah. so like they were two good horses he probably shouldn't have been running the race in the first place <laughs> Um is carefully select that quality I don't think so um, Champagne Classic is the one I backed to start of the year I'm yeah. getting a bit worried now that we haven't seen him again since because mm. he'd want a bit of fitness in them going to the race and he, yeah. he missed the festival last year because he had a setback so I just wonder has something gone wrong there um, but his form fives now you're going to wait and see yeah like, exactly yeah. yeah yeah like his form is stacked up um, with Disco Ram and stuff like that so I think he has all the potential in the world to go on and win this and apart from that it's not really a race I've given much thought to because I thought I had the winner months ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're sticking to your guns for now we'll yeah, see we'll yeah. see where we end up with it Demo uh, yeah uh, Champagne Classy that was, that was always the plan I think just uh, get to run at Christmas and go here fresh uh, Gordon, Willie Henry de Bromhead they all they all seem to have the exact same thoughts now um, that you just get the, the runs into them and just kind of keep them as fresh these, these trainers are so good now at getting horses uh, so fit at home that it just doesn't you don't need to get the same amount of runs into them um, anyway uh, first approach was the one that I actually really like here um, completely contrary to what Dave uh, thinks about the captain CJ form with Ting I actually think that's uh, quite strong and uh, Manella Indo first approach uh, stayed with him for an awful lot of that race before tiring that was his first run for nearly 300 days Um it's 25 to 1 here for this the one caveat is is that he does need to get another run into him um, and he he will be lacking in the experience function here but the front of that market is is uh, Champagne Classic he mightn't stay uh, carefully selected uh, won't jump Danny Wisbang I don't think he'll stay either um, so this could have a real turn up here and I think first approach the way he ran the last day and the way all his novice hurdles went he's, he's been in some really good races he's always just looked a real dour stayer um, this race will bring out the absolute best in him but he does need to run once more okay with decent price right now yeah. you're going to get another spin into it I'd say um, again this is another race where I go if I knew Battle Over Dorian was running if I knew Alaho was going to run if I knew Danny Wisbon was going to run I could make cases uh, I don't know 
and yeah, so it's, it's very it's tricky. Almost, yeah, it's almost, I might do something that falls flat on its face when we get to Cheltenham, right? So compose yourself. Please do. But we did the Arkle, the Marsh, the RSA, and the three mile six of the National Hunt Chase. I want one horse in each in a row. So I want you to say Arkle horse, Marsh horse, RSA horse, and then the National Hunt Chase horse. Uh, for the Arkle, uh, brewing up a storm at, um, at 10 to 1, Dean. Uh, for the March, I would be, the March even, sorry, I would be saying um, at the moment, Alaho at 10 to 1. Um, for the RSA chase, um, Nelindo, who would rank as my nap of all of the uh, the novice chases, and then for the uh, three mile sixer, the National Hunt chase, I will be saying first approach at twenty five to one each way. Thank you, Dave. Um, for the Arkle Precious Cargo at twenty five to one, Alaho for the Marsh, Sleigh House for the RSA, and Champagne Classic for the three mile six. Lovely. Okay. I've got Brewing Up a Storm for the Arkle. For the Marsh, I'm going to go with Melon. For the RSA, I'm going to go with Alaho. And for the Four Miler, I'm going to go with Champagne Classic. And that's the end of the pod, chaps. So thanks for listening to the race hour brought to you with bookmakers.co.uk. Best of luck this weekend. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week. Dermot Nolan, Dave Weldon, myself, Dean Ryan, and the Italian Stallion, the producer, Alex. Thank you very much. You've been listening to The Race Hour, brought to you by bookmakers.co.uk. Your best bet for tips, news, and bookmaker reviews.